I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Hey everyone, I'm Billy Bone. With me is Daniel Sanders. Hello, people. We're two-thirds of Very Unreasonable Things, and today we're going to be talking about the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, we are. Science couldn't explain it, but there it was, alive, in the deep, deep waters of the Amazon. A throwback to a creature that had existed a hundred million years ago, immensely strong and destructive. A woman's beauty, the bait that brought it out of its lair. See underwater thrills never photographed before. See titanic underwater battles never dreamed of before. In this most terrifying of the science fiction adventures. 1954, right? 1954. That's an old one, black and white joint. Yeah, we, uh, obviously this is an episode which is uh, myself and, and you, Daniel, and mm-hmm. before when it was just the two of us, we covered a couple of uh, sci-fi creature features. We covered them and we covered Tarantula. It was one of our old Versus episodes, actually. It was a Versus episode. And was that re- just us? It was just us. Oh, damn. That's crazy. I don't know why I was thinking Josh was in it too. No, it was you and I, sir. And I think we both agreed that them was the winner. Oh, yeah. Them was definitely the winner on that one. Minutes since we've done a versus episode. I know, some, really. Something to revisit. Really need to do that. Yeah, because those are fun. Yeah. Those are real fun. We were just kind of randomly bullshit and talking back and forth about them, but I don't know. I enjoy like re listening to them. They seem like they uh, are pretty good episodes. They're at least fun to make, and that's really all that matters anyway, right? That's right. So but we were both kind of in agreement when we were talking about something to do um, since Josh wasn't available, something that we could do. With just the two of us, and we were both kind of like, "Hey, let's let's do some more black and white sci-fi or black and white horror." Yeah, some vintage shit. Yeah, and so we landed on Creature from the Black Lagoon, which I don't bam, think. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Had you seen it before we watched it for this episode? No, this I was today's years old when I watched this movie. Well, I tried to watch it a couple nights ago, and I watched like half of it, but then I realized that I was literally like, because we had uh, just filmed, and I was drinking on that episode, so I was like, I was pretty hammered watching this shit, and it could not keep me awake at one o'clock in the morning. So, uh, but it, it is funny that I, I was making the the joke about the orchestra going fucking crazy with the horn section every time you see this monster um or this creature i guess you should say uh but that's what kept waking me up like every time he got on fuck i'd be like wait what i was fucking nodding off and i'd wake up whenever the uh interesting parts had happened yeah i 
Right. I remember because you were pretty, uh, I remember after we got done, you were pretty drunk and you're like, man, I'm about to go watch this movie right now. We can turn around and record this one tonight. That would not have been a good idea. And I would say I was, um, I had been drinking earlier that day and I actually had to take a nap. Yeah. Sleep it, it off. Yeah. And kind of recover so we could, uh, uh, record. And it's funny because we're talking about, oh man, they drink, have fun, blah, blah, blah. You know? And it's like, no, I never drink. So I drank like four Coors Lights and I was hammered drunk. <laughs> so I had, I had not seen it either until we got ready to watch it to prepare for this episode. Yeah. Um, I had seen other black and white movies. And, you know, we've talked about it before. It was just, you know, from back in one of the schools I went to when I was younger, they had the books in the library about like these old sci-fi and horror movies. And you'd always sit there and look at them and creature from the black lagoon would obviously be in there. But yeah. Just for whatever reason, I, I had the movie for a while. I just never got around to watching it. Um, you know, I'd seen like the blob and the fly, you know, in those movies. And I, you know, I was a fan of those. So it yeah, was nice. I, I remember seeing the fly when I was younger and I did like it. I remember being gross and all that, but I did enjoy it. I haven't seen it in a long time though, but I remember it being good. You talking about the black and white one? Or are you talking about the uh, 1980s? Oh, uh, well, yeah, my bad. I'm talking about, I didn't even know there was a black and white fly. I thought, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm talking about Jeff Goldblum getting nasty and disgusting. Yeah. There was a, there was a fly movie from back in the day. The fly that you saw with Jeff Goldblum was a remake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Much like, you know, we also had the Blob remake in the 80s also, which you haven't seen that one, have you? I haven't seen the original Blob, no. What about the remake? The remake, I'm pretty sure I have, but uh, that's another thing that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. uh, I liked both of those. Yeah. And maybe at some point we'll talk about them. I've never seen the stuff. That might be what you might be thinking of that I haven't seen, if we have brought that up. I haven't. No, I haven't seen this stuff either. I was thinking of a different movie I watched um, within the past couple of years. That was. I haven't seen this stuff. I saw Society. That's what I watched. Have you ever seen oh, okay. Society? No, I've never seen that. Oh yeah, that's a. You should you should watch that at some point. That's a trip. That's pretty out there. Yeah. But, like you said, Creature from the Black Lagoon, nineteen fifty four, has more in common with. One of the movies we previously talked about, then the fact that they were both made in the fifties and they're both black and white, you know, they're both vintage sci-fi Jack Arnold directed creature from the black lagoon and he directed tarantula. Yep. I knew that whenever I um, saw the name, I was like, hold on. We've talked about him before. Yeah. Old Jack Arnold. So whenever I looked uh, to check it out and see what all he had done, I was like, okay, that's where I'd uh, remembered seeing him from. Yeah, did uh, did Tarantula did the Incredible Shrinking Man, and that's all I wrote down. He did those two movies, and plus, obviously, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and I think he did the sequel because there was a sequel to this movie. I think the Creature Walks Among Us or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how many sequels they had. I'm not sure. So like I said, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, my bad. Oh, no, I was only saying, uh, like, with this, you know, I just watched it now. I've heard of it, blah, 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 you know, but hadn't seen it. First time watching it. Um, 
but yeah, it didn't disappoint. I mean, when you when you look back at 1950s style, you know, it's yeah. its own little different thing. I mean, you just sit down and enjoy what they give to you, and wasn't bad. So the movie stars Richard Carlson, Julia Adams, Richard Denning. It was filmed on a universal lot, actually. You know, um, and I know, like, it's easy to forget that Universal Studios actually used to be like movies, you know, movie backlots studios. Yeah. Instead of just a theme park. And yeah, this is filmed. And the water scenes were filmed at Park Lake on the Universal backlot. That's which crazy. I, I thought the I thought the set looked good too, especially to you know be a backlot. Yeah, one- seriously, really. Because I mean you could tell they wasn't in the fucking Amazon, obviously, but it was really a good set for it to be in a lot. Mm-hmm. For so sure. The, the movie ended up making one point three million dollars at the box office. Obviously, by today's standard, that's low. But you know, we're also talking about 1954. You know, different time, different time. So yeah, we're talking about fucking 70 years ago, man. 70 years ago in movies, it's that's a long, long time. It is. I mean, back then, from what I understand, from what people told me, you know, my grandparents. Yeah, as you can get like start talking about movies. Well, no, just you know, back in the day, because you try to explain to them, like, you know, they gave you some money, how it wasn't enough. And they're like, well, back in my day, I could buy a Coke, a cheeseburger, ice cream, and go to the movies all for a nickel. Yeah. And if I had anything left, I could buy a Volkswagen. Like, well, now, <laughs> and, and I know at some point we're going to be doing that with our children. We'll be like, oh, well, yeah. hey, in our day, and they're going to be like, well, dad, five cents won't do anything. Now, yeah, no, right? It's gonna be like, hey, can I get a hundred bucks? Yeah, and somebody like, wait, what? Be like, well, you know, gas. We were gonna go get something to eat. We're going to the movies. Make a laser tag. Might need to make it two hundred. Like, good God, really? I mean, you don't even have the dollar cinema anymore. Which, once again, we talked about before. That, you know, when I was younger, yeah. you had the movie theaters. Like after they did their initial run, uh huh, they'd end up in the uh, this other little theater, and you could watch movies for a buck. And it was great. Yep. There was a dollar theater in Biloxi whenever I lived there. And uh, yeah, man, I was poor because I just moved out of the house. So definitely didn't have any money. But I mean, I could spare a dollar or two to go check out the movies. You know, it's it was pretty it was pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. And that was only in 2004 or something. Yeah. Three, maybe. And- I can't remember, to be honest with you, when it was. It was one of those one of those years. The good old days. Yeah. Hell, even back then, you could go to the video store and rent a movie for $3 and keep it, was it three days usually? Something like that. Depending yeah, on something like that. Depending on where you rent it from. I know a lot of the mom and pop stores that we rented from, it was like three bucks for three days. Yeah. Which is cool. And then movie gallery said, no, you can't keep it for as long. It's like, no, you got to do two days. But yeah, uh, another thing is, is dollar menus were real. They actually the were a dollar. It was really a dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, holy fuck, man. Well, at least, at least they finally come around to changing the name of the menu from dollar menu to value menu. 
me and Courtney were having this conversation, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before. I was like, man, you remember back in the good old days whenever uh, fucking the dollar menu was a dollar? Now they had to, like you said, change the name to the shit because they were lying. I'm sure they got sued. Dude. Had to settle out of court for $50 million because when the person got to the window, it was a dollar ninety nine instead of a dollar. Yeah. You used to be able to go to Taco Bell and you could get like 15 tacos for like $5. Oh, yeah. Like you literally could. Yeah. You used to be able to go crazy at Taco. And you still can compared to everywhere else. But 20 bucks would feed a village at Taco Bell. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. They'd all have diarrhea afterwards, but they got fed. Yeah. They would definitely lose some weight for sure. Like, I love some Taco Bell when I was younger. I mean, I don't need it now, but hardly ever. But, yeah. Their chips always taste burnt. Like, And it's funny because it's everywhere I went. I, I, everywhere I go. I don't know if it's like how they're cooking it at the Taco Bell factory before they send it to the fucking stores. I don't know. But the the chips and, like, the, the, the crispy shells, they always just taste burnt. We'll see like what they you- cooked it in the grease for just one minute too long or something. What you do is you get the Nacho Bell Grande, and then by the time you get that shit, your chips are so soggy, you don't even notice. I know, but but you got to get it at the perfect moment where they still have a little bit of hold, but for the most part, they're soft, right? Because if yeah. you wait, it's just a floppy mess. And it's oh, yeah. funny because I love Nacho Bell Grande, right? So what I started doing is like, fuck it, we're going to do taco night here and just get some like you know, Mexican restaurant style tor- tortilla chips yeah, and make our own Nacho Bell Grande. And it is so fucking delicious. Cause it's all, it's all legit. All legit processed food. That's killing us, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a little crispier than Taco Bell. Yeah, so <laughs> win. That's a win in my book. I want to feel the crisp while it's killing me. Did you, uh, did you keep the burnt flavor? Did I keep the burnt flavor? Yeah. No, like, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. That's what's, that's what's driving me to cook the shit myself. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> enough of better uh, fast food habits for now, I guess. Yeah, our, our bad eating habits. We, we can sprinkle those amongst other episodes and just talk about our favorite yeah. fast food places from college and high school. Yeah, exactly. Just right in the middle of fucking creature from the Black Lagoon 7, creature in space. And we're like, man, you ever had Rowley's chili cheese fries? Pretty fucking good. But we'll save that. All right. So you uh, you hit on it earlier, though. when we Right before we even first started talking about it, you were just doing the little musical score where you were doing yeah. it yourself. Yeah. So... When the movie first come on, man, I liked the opening credit music. Like, what I don't know what it is, but the, the music from these old movies just yeah. immediately draws me in, and I get pumped, yeah. regardless of how the movie is afterwards. You know, I'm yeah, just like, they're oh, definitely dude. building up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's, it's the music is just fucking excitement, you know. And look. It's not a knock. I'm just using an example because I love Lord of the Rings, but you know, Lord of the Rings has those softer moments and then it'll build up and then it'll come back down. Yeah. Not creature like Black Lagoon. 
That shit starts high and stays high. You're damn right. But it is funny because, like I said, the reason I did that is because, you like you said, with Lord of the Rings, you know, they start slow or whatever, and then they'll build up. No, it's like if you were looking at a fucking EKG is what the creature from the Black Lagoon is like, right? Because yeah. it's just bass, your bass sound. And yeah. As soon as you see that fucking puppet hand, it's over. It is spiked all the way up until he goes away. And then it comes back down. It's hilarious, man. This is later in the movie, but it has to do with the music. So I'm going to go ahead and say it now while we're talking about it, you know? Yeah. But it's really funny because it might be towards the middle. It was something like that. But And I don't even remember the scene, but it was something where he was approaching and he was going to be doing something of that nature where it'd be like grabbing someone or whatever the fuck it is. And it was hilarious because he starts and they got the music because he's in frame and it's that i'm not going to do it again i may do it again but (laughs) right now but it starts that fucking creature music and uh and he's almost there but i think it might be when he's trying to like play grab the girl's legs that he's in love with or whatever you know Mm -hmm. he kind of fancies the the our, our female character you know and she gets drawn away. Like she looks away, she starts to swim away, and then he's going for her, misses it. It's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. but then it's kind of like a an interruption to it, and then it goes down. Yeah, you notice that, like kind of like a kind of like a fail. It was really like, funny. like the, went back like the to normal. The Price is Right music. Yeah, when you uh, whenever you fail on that, you know, and it's like, yeah, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah it, exactly. It was so funny because it was subtle. And it was done in the way that they were doing their thing, but they stepped it back down in a funny way that seemed like a fail on his part. But I was like that. I just chuckled to myself. Oh, dude, you know what else I love about these old sci-fi movies? What's that? Is that there's always a science lesson in them. Oh, dude. Yes. There's fucking multiple. It's all oh, dude. It, 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 that well, is really funny that you bring that up. Continue though. It starts like at the very beginning though, when they're talking about essentially the big bang. And how the earth yeah. was formed and everything and, and all this shit. And they, they throw that explosion in there, which I thought looked really good just for the yeah. opening credits. It's just like, here's a cool explosion while we give you a lesson on the crea- the history of the earth and how it was created. But then, yeah, you know, you get another lesson later on and it's the same shit that we got like from tarantula and the same shit that we got from them. Yeah. Which I, I'm all for. Like, I'm like, it's, I don't know, whatever reason, I don't mind you like taking this moment to teach me something in the middle of this movie. I know. Right. It's funny because that's what they're doing. It's like, okay, look, we're going to have to explain to these people why this could happen. What other way than to straight up have a fucking lesson? Cause they will, they'll launch into a three minute dialogue of teaching you some shit. Like you said, and then, and then the subtle things, the little things. And it's funny because it's like a lot of movies don't do that anymore, you know? Because like now it's like, hey, man, hack into the such and such for me. And they're like, okay, beep, 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 couple fucking, they put in their full, they typed in their full name or some shit, like the yeah. actor. And all of a sudden they're fucking hacked into the, you know, nuclear codes for the world or some shit, you know? And it's like, <laughs> oh, it's nothing if you know what you're doing. It's like, what the fuck? So they don't really explain things like that. Anymore. But in this, something as simple as them coming up from diving from 40 feet. And the guy's like, what did he stop for? And she's oh, yeah. like, oh, well, he had to adjust for the pressure. And that makes sense because, you know, they don't have helmets and shit on. So it's just those little things are nice. To be yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that that is something that makes sense. But 
but yeah, I do love that too. It's like a whole fucking deal. And it's just the, and these, and these paleontologists and shit and like, I don't know, I guess I wouldn't say archaeologists, but like all of these animals and insect scientists, you know what I mean? Yeah. These motherfuckers are rock stars in the 50s. Oh, yeah, dude. Movie star in 2022? Man, in 1954? In the 1950s? Fuck acting, fuck music. These motherfuckers, you, you become an animal scientist and you are the fucking shit. You got all the women. Got all the money. Everybody's coming at you. And it's funny because they even took a moment in the beginning when we're meeting our hero. Yeah. They're telling him uh, the the older gentleman that uh, comes with the the female, like the the heroine or whatever, the the lady comes and they're, they're sitting there in the moment where she's like, hey, he has to wait for the pressure in his suit because he was down there diving, looking for lungfish or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and uh, whenever he comes up, they're talking, and he was like, they're talking back and forth a little bit. And then he's like, "Oh man, I didn't expect you to look like that." And he was like, and the chick was like, "What do you mean? You expect him to look like a, you know, like an old professor?" And he was like, "No, I didn't expect him to look exactly the way he did whenever I taught him when he was a student." And it's just funny because it's like this this lead man, you know, this movie star, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, "All right, look, I'll be in your movie, but you at least have to talk about how good looking I am." <laughs> so as long as we bring that up i'm good oh dude dude did you notice too like it, it's not about people being good looking or anything like that but since you were talking about the older scientist yeah when you because know, you get your first glimpse of uh the gill man or the creature whichever one to call it um it's been called they call it like gill man or you know you can just call it the creature whatever yeah but anyways you get your first glimpse and it's just like his hand coming up and kind of scratching which i thought was a cool shot yeah. But when they find the fucking fossil, the doctor comes up and just straight up shoves one of the dudes out of the way so he can get in there and look at it. Yeah, I know, right? Just pushes him the fuck out of the way. He's like, get out of the way. It throws him out of frame. Yeah, I know. And it's funny, man, because talking about more science stuff, I'm no old bone scientist myself, right? I've only dabbled very little in trying to find dinosaur bones. So I don't know as much as these guys, but, and I may be completely wrong, but if you find a fucking fossil, right, in the earth, and it's something no one's ever seen before, so it is a situation like, holy shit, this might be an undiscovered species. Mm-hmm. We need to keep digging to try to find the rest of this body. You don't go just slinging fucking pickaxes with everything you've got into the ground, right? Because <laughs> they are just hacking away at this dirt around it. It's like you're going to destroy whatever fucking thing you hit with that pickaxe. You're cutting the shit in half. You know, I'm used to seeing motherfuckers with brushes. Oh, yeah. Start getting into the careful Gently chiseling can't. it away. Yeah. Like, we're going to knock out this little, you know, five-foot radius circle this week. You know what I mean? It ain't no like, give me the fucking pickaxe, John. Hey, it's so just, that was something I noticed was pretty funny. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. Speaking of the main characters, you were talking about the uh, the female, which her name was Kay, and then the doctor, yeah. which you were talking about, like, hey, it's in my contract. You got to talk about how handsome I am. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, Dr. David Reed. Yeah. They're together. They, they, they talk about it at the beginning. They're like, oh, when are y'all getting married? And she's like, oh, well, you know, he says this something about like, you know, why run a good thing or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. 
Yeah. But I just got the impression that he's like, yeah, I'm keeping my options open. Yeah, he's just making excuses because then at the end, he she says something along with what you said. The other guy says something about, uh, well, have you never heard of uh, living for two or something like that or whatever? And then this motherfucker yeah. says, well, I'm waiting for her to see if she gets that raise. Yeah. Because she can't afford me right or at this point or whatever. Obviously, it's all jokes and banter, but it's just funny because it's like, motherfucker. Well, like, you might look good for a 40 year old, I guess, or however old he's supposed to be. Cause he looks way younger and looks good for his age and shit. But like, let's calm our horses down there, bud. Right. Well, later on though, you find out that they'd only been together for six months. Oh, okay. I missed that. I, yeah. I missed the uh, time. Yeah. It, they end up mentioning it later. So then it's not as bad because you're like, well, wait a minute. This guy's just being fucking reasonable. Yes, it is. But exactly. when when you think they've been together for a longer period, though, you you kind of get that feeling like, oh, this dude's just he doesn't want to close the door on other women. Yeah, exactly. You know, better paid ones, apparently. Yeah, and it's funny because like <laughs> he's just fucking holding it out for that fucking heiress to the O Henry bar and shit to come after him, but. <laughs> it's just it's just really funny, man, because like all right, so we meet these uh guys and like a, what was it, Longfish? He was fucking check doing something for Longfish because that was another link in the evolution between water animals and water life eventually becoming land life and then you know, here we are type shit. So they're looking for those links in evolution. Yeah. And it's just funny because they're studying it and just so happens. It's like, Hey man, we found a hand and we don't know what the fuck it looks like. Here's the picture of it, you know, just out. They fucking find him out in the middle of doing whatever the fuck he's doing, you know? So it's like, Hey, well, you know, we got to go out to tell them about it, but it doesn't even seem like they invite them or ask any questions. I mean, they are like, have you seen anything like it? And he's like, Nope. And they're like, okay, like they traveled from the Amazon <laughs> back to wherever the fuck he was to ask him, look at this picture real quick. I mean, Hey, there was no internet. So you had to do it like that, but it was like, he was just like, yeah, man, I'd love to see it. And he was like, Oh, well come along. And then it didn't even happen. Then it was after he talked to his boss, the blonde guy. Yeah. And, um, and they're all meet, they're all together and discussing it further. And then it's like, well, I would have to get an expedition to go all the way to the Amazon and, and investigate this thing. Yeah. And he's like, well, what about us? There's five or six of us. And there's going to be a few more people that appear in the movie. I mean, is that just me? It seems like we got a couple extra people just thrown in there for kills. Well, you, you got, you got to, yeah, you got to pad the body count, man. It's an expedition. Guess, it's it's I, not an expedition with three people, dude. Come no, on. I know that, but the expedition itself was five. And then you ended up with the captain and his crewmate. Well, somebody's got, yeah. That, then there was like three extra people that showed up that was like, where the fuck did that guy come from? You know, or maybe I just wasn't keeping up with everybody, but it did seem like there was two ads out of nowhere that was like, oh, okay, that guy is here now and he's dead immediately. So the, the blonde doctor was Mark. That was his name. Yeah. And Mark's character seemed inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like at times he seemed like he was about the science. Yes. And then at times he seemed greedy. He was only yeah. about money. And then there was times, and then there was times where he seemed like he was jealous of um, Kay and David's relationship. 
100%. Yeah, yeah, there was some jealousy there. Yeah. So they, they get their little expedition and they they go to the campsite where they're at. Yeah, they're go, in the yeah, Amazon now. Yeah, yeah, they, they come back to the campsite, you know, and he's like, Luis, Tomas, where are you? And they're like, well, maybe they're hunting. He's like, no, I told them one of them to stay at camp at all times. And then you find them dead. And then it's like, there for just like a brief second. They're like, oh no, Luis Tomas, you're dead. All right, guys, back to digging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that's sci- well. Science stops for no man. That's true. We got time for feelings. Corpse. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, you're but dead. Yeah. Kick that body out of the way. We got to keep on dusting. And they do. They're like, oh, okay, shit. You know, this guy's this guy's dead. And then they just go right back to the boat, check things out. And then they go and look around in the water. They dive. And the blind guy just has to have, or I'm not going to call them by their names, bro. The blind doctor. I thought <laughs> so you said, he, I thought you called him the blind doctor at first. No, like, wait I, a minute. I, during Bar- the movie, I was talking to Court, I was calling him Blondie. But, so, um, yeah, they dive into the fucking Amazon. Yeah. Just like, dive in. You know there's fucking crocodiles. You've seen them while they're going down river. You see these fucking crocodiles. And then I, I'm not up on the Amazon, but I've heard of a little fish called a piranha, and I thought that's where the fuckers were at. And as far as I know, everything that I know about a piranha, they can eat you to your bone in half a second. They do this tornado thing around you, and you're just fucking floating there as bones. Is that real, or is that it's- something you saw in a cartoon? Okay, that may have been something I saw on like Bugs Bunny, but it seemed pretty fucking real when I was like six. You know what I mean? Like, right? I do not want to fuck with Amazons. I don't want to fuck with piratas because of it. So, so I want to. I'm going to take a moment just to tell or talk about a quick thing that was happened with us for real involving alligators. So you remember that time? It was me, you, Josh, and then. Couple of our other buddies, we went out camping off of a uh, Rattler Ferry, and we rode out there in the boat. And we had to take multiple multiple trips, you know, because it was like a three man boat. So three of us would go out, and then the other guy would come and bring us back, or come back and pick up the other guys and the supplies. Yeah, was that after he, Michael? Yes. Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, you and I had cooked our burgers, and they were delicious, <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> this I remember. And then and then Drew come back. He and Josh had been out in the boat. You know, they wanted to go riding. They come yeah. back and Drew immediately throws the fucking grill facing in the dirt. It's like, get this shit out of the way. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, <laughs> they're like, oh man, let's make some burgers. And Josh is like, yeah, man, I'm hungry. And they cook them. And they start eating the burgers. And Josh is like, man, these burgers are kind of sandy. Because yeah. they didn't wash off the grill face. And yep. Drew tells him to quit being a little bitch. <laughs> eat that sand. And then I remember you telling him, you're like, I don't know, man. I can fucking hear y'all eating these burgers. I can hear your teeth grinding. <laughs> but anyways, that's not that's not the point. That was just an added bonus. Um, after, after that night was over and after they had their sandy burgers, we were going back. And I remember they took, um, I think they took Josh and... Aaron went first with Drew and then me and you were coming and we saw alligators. Yeah. And then Drew saw that rope swing and we get to shore and he's like, Oh man, I got to go hit that rope swing. And he looks at you. He's like, Daniel, you coming with me? And you're like, fuck no motherfucker. There's alligators out there. 
Exactly. And he's like, quit being a bitch and swim with the alligators. And then well, he still got sand stuck in his teeth. <laughs> right. <No. laughs> and then the crazy fucker went out there and <laughs> did it anyways by himself. Oh, yeah, Drew. Yeah, Drew don't give a fuck, man. Drew, if he says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. That's 100%. So, Definitely. I mean, and the point is, is like, you knew better than to fucking swim with the alligators and just off the bank of like the Ratliff uh, Ferry dock. These fuckers are in the Amazon. She's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going in here with a pair of shorts. The oh, no. Like, the yeah, aqua man. lungs like, and some goggles. Yes. It's like, holy shit, man. That's, that was the bare minimum. The bare minimum of wow in the Amazon. I mean, I've got, I guess that's how they had to do it back in the day, you know, but like, holy shit. That's pretty ballsy. I mean, thank God it was in, behind, in a lot. <laughs> but just the I, thought of it maybe being in the Amazon is. Enough to send shivers, dude. But the um, the underwater shots looked really good. I thought, yeah, they really did. That was some bright ass. Uh, I don't know ass underwater, but I, mean, I don't mind that. You know, what I mean, yeah. like they well, had to see because that would yeah. be fucking ridiculous if it was too dark. But it is kind yeah. of funny to see how bright it is under there. You know? Well, imagine what that shit would look like though. If it was black and white, and you didn't yeah, brighten exactly. it up. We'd just be looking at a black screen, listening to the loud ass music. Yes, you oh, just had to, apparently the monster's on screen. Yeah, exactly, right? But I don't know how hard it was back then to do something like that. I'm assuming it that was like a pretty big deal, but like those were good-looking shots underwater. And I thought the creature looked, or the gill man, whatever you want to call him, I thought he looked better underwater than he ever did on land. Like oh, underwater, yeah, he yeah. looked amazing. Yes, because they were able to put that moss shit on him and stuff like that, so he flowed a lot better. The swimming, I know that that's weird or whatever to think about, but the swimming in this costume was pretty fucking impressive. I mean, oh, and dude was graceful too, man. He was fucking, yeah, like, he really was. He looked he was, natural in the water. He was doing all kinds of fucking like different swimming techniques. I'm yeah. not Michael Phelps, so I don't know the name of him. You know, yeah, I fucking doggy paddle and uh, I'll email him and ask him the names real quick. Hopefully, he gets back to me by the end of the episode. Cool. My favorite shot of the whole movie, though, I, I can't say this. My favorite shot of the whole movie was uh, when the girl decided to go swimming. And you yes. See, and you see, like, the creature just kind of, like, lurking, looking at her. He's not hitting started following her yet. He's just watching from the depths. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, that's what I was saying about him, you know, falling in love or whatever. Because, I mean, he sees this feminine creature. You know what I mean? Fucking mm-hmm. just. And she was like doing some fucking underwater ballet type shit at one point, just having fun and loving life. And then, yeah, I, that was a really good shot. I do agree where she's like doing the backstroke or whatever, or what, I don't know these names either. Michael hasn't fucking emailed me back, but, but you have the creature under her going parallel and just kind of checking her out, you know, oh, yeah, observing yeah. and, and it, I like that. That was a really yeah. good scene. That was cool too. I was talking about like before he even started swimming where he was just kind of like, by the like the weeds or whatever, and he was just watching, and you just oh, see bad. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was yeah, kind of that was kind of creepy, you know. It's like, oh wow, that's, yeah, that, that's a really good fucking shot. And that to me, that one shot was better than anything we saw in Tarantula. Yeah, like I I really liked the way they did that. But you're right. I don't know if if it's just the water aspect of the filming underwater that he did look so much better, and whenever he was out of it, it. It looked fake. I mean, obviously, you know, but it just did look so much better underwater. But uh, 
How deep yeah. was that fucking lagoon? Oh, that lagoon was fucking yeah, something else. That's the same thing. That it's like said. she was like, "How fucking deep is this thing?" Well, they oh, it looks the lagoon might be like eight to ten feet deep. This fucking thing's got caverns. And that's caves. what I, that's what I thought too. And at one point they're going down. Yeah, and you think they've reached the bottom, and then there's a, another section that goes down further. Yep. It's like yeah, you know, I'm like you. I thought we were in something that was going to be relatively shallow. I didn't realize this was an extension of the fucking ocean. Yep. And it is the people. It is the people around it calling at the lagoon. You know, nobody survives it. So now after these people survive, oops, spoiler alert, they might, um, they might rename it <laughs> to something a little bit bigger. Like the, the Amazon ocean. <laughs> right. I thought I, there was one part, and I may be wrong. I swear I thought there was a cameraman in one of the shots underwater. Man, did you see I, that? I swear I think that I uh, saw something like that, but then I was looking for it and I didn't see it again. So they like they fixed it, and then I was thinking to myself, well, that might have been like a log or something. But it, did it was like it was by the boat something. at one point. It was like it looked like it. It was like it's just a quick cut, but you know, it looked like there was a dude underwater filming. Yeah. Which it might have been. You know what I wasn't expecting? And, and this is something that the movie did that I thought was interesting. What's that? You know, a lot of movies don't do this. Is like when you typically watch a horror or the horror movies that we grew up on, it's always yeah. the bad guy stalking the the teens or the good guys or whatever. You know, that the entirety of the movie is them stalking them. But this movie starts off with them fucking hunting the creature. Like once they yes. find out about it and they like realize it's a thing, like they're hunting it actively trying to capture yeah. it or trying to shoot it. And then I was shocked as hell when they actually fucking shot them. Like I was not expecting that to happen. Like, like midway through the movie. Yes. It was very early in it. Cause I was even like, damn, they got him. I figured they were going to miss him several times and then a flesh wound and then kill them. If they're going to kill them. Yeah. You know, at the end, obviously, but like, it was pretty, it was like, it surprised me too. I think, and, and what I liked about it was not just the fact that they were hunting him, but they used that hunting as a, a way to set up the fear in the characters later on. It's like, hey, we've already tried to fucking catch this thing. We've already tried to kill this thing. We're overmatched. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's like, we, it's, it's not like this is an unknown at this point. We know, and we failed. Exactly. Because, yeah, going back a little bit, like you said, they try to kill the motherfucker because they're like, hey, okay, we're going to go check things out. And then it's like, hey, we saw something. And then they go to, oh, boy, uh, the, the one guy wants to take pictures, the scientist, the good scientist. Mm -hmm. And then Blondie wants to shoot the motherfucker. And like he told him, he was, and that's what you were saying. He was real flip-floppy on what his ordeals were. Because immediate, then immediately, like the guy said, he said, well, you sound more like a big trophy hunter. Or a big game hunter, whatever the fuck he called it. But um, but he was like, you're sounding less of a scientist. We need to get pictures of this thing. We need to, if anything, try to get it alive. So then he shoots after it, shoots it well in the fucking kidneys, if it is really the missing link between man and fish, which is something that they said at the beginning, wasn't it? <laughs> well, you know, liz lizard people, primates, fish. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, with Mark or or Blondie, as you called him, at one point, you know, he he has that moment where he's like, oh, yeah, let's do this for science. And then he's like, oh, yeah, if we kill it, you know, this is going to generate a lot of income for us. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then at one point, he's like, hey, we're leaving. And David's like, no, we need to stay. It's like they were ne- they never agreed at any one time. But even Mark had his moment of clarity where he's like, yeah, we need to go. And yeah. then even though in the end, you know, he's still like, you know, fuck it, let's kill, kill, kill. At that one point, he's like, let's leave. And then David's like, no, we got to do this because he still hasn't come to terms with like what they're dealing with. But, you know, you would think after they had that moment where the, like the Gilman's caught in a net. Yeah. And, and this fucker's breaking the the crane or whatever it is. And they're like, oh, yeah. man, it's breaking. We got to. And, you know, they're getting ready to. The one dude's getting ready to cut the rope with an axe. Yeah. Because it, that uh, the bow, I think is what he called it, it was breaking. Yeah. If this fucker is doing this to your ship while he's underwater, you know, with nothing to really leverage on. What do you think he's going to do to you when you stand face to face with him? Yeah, I know, right? And it's funny because uh, obviously they fail to kill the motherfucker. Then they end up, okay, well, this is what we're going to try to catch the motherfucker and go down. They end up catching him. Now we're here. They finally get him up and they get him caught. And that is it that whenever Blondie's like, okay, let's go. We got what we needed. Let's get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And he is. then our, our hero scientist, he's like, no, we need. And I mean, hey, the, the fear's done. This thing's caught. So it's like, let's get some plant life and some rocks. And let's see if we can find anything else to go. We need to well, take pictures. But, dude, you already got the fucking prize. Get the fuck out of here. I know. And we're saying that the you're saying the fear is gone, but we just found a species that we didn't know existed. How do we know there's only one? I mean, like, that's true. You mean, we're risking going back into the water, and there might be five more of these fuckers, and they're going to be like, oh, shit, that might be the fucking child for all we know. And they're going to be like, Junior's missing. Let's yeah. go find him. And then instead exactly. of... One incredibly strong fish person. Well, now you've got four of these motherfuckers who are bigger and badder. Like, oh, no, give us our child back. Yeah, that's true. We're here to save our baby brother. Yeah, he didn't need any uh, fucking family to help him out because he just gets out. Right. They leave one guy to watch his ass and they're like, okay, watch him. He's like, oh, I got this. It's not even like he, you know, he did fall asleep and they didn't get, he didn't get out when he fell asleep or anything like that. He gets out while he and the female are having a fucking conversation and nobody notices it. Exactly. And the dude just gets the fuck out of this. Did you not tie the cage top down or something? Because he gets out no problem. And apparently it wasn't a struggle because he didn't make any noise. Oh no. It's like he just stepped out of the motherfucker or something. It's, it's odd. Cause he's just all of a sudden there and there goes this guy's face. And then the one that he crushed all over his face and fucked his face up and ended up in bandages for the rest of the movie. He got to live, yeah. but now he's deformed. I'm assuming. Oh yeah. He's, he's that, completely fucked. That's on you, Mark. Not Mark. I mean, Dave, that's on you, David. That's yeah, on no, right. you. Let's fucking fucking stay. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm going to backtrack on it because I want to say something about it earlier though. But speaking of David and Kay, did you notice earlier in the movie, he was talking to her and I swear to God, he was seducing her with science talk. Yeah. She loves it, man. Yeah. She was getting all, Oh, please tell me more about the Jurassic period. Yeah. And he just goes on and on. And then she's like, Oh, David, I love you. It's funny because she's got a thing for scientists because there's this conversation also where she was like, ah, hopefully you'll be able to get through to him. I tried. And then goes on to be like, 
Well, that's when she brought up the six months. You're right, I did hear that. She was like, well, six months ago before you got here, I was trying. So it sounds to me like they were close and that didn't work out. She tried and couldn't have it happen or whatever. Then now they're together, her and the new guy. Because the whole fucking time, Blondie's like, oh, are you going to be as scared for me as well? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Are you going to be worried about me too? And then it's like, then he's wanting to, as soon as he sees them kissing a couple times, he is against our hero. Yeah. Dude, I know I'm skipping around, but who gives a shit, right? Right. Dude, whenever uh, we're closer toward, uh, we're actually just past the, the motherfucker got out. And then they're re- realizing, hey, look, we need to get the fuck out of here. We can't kill it. We can't catch it. It's going to kill us. We've already lost like four or five fucking people, which I know we're skipping over deaths. But it's a whole bunch of like off-screen screaming. Yeah. My face gets, you know, massaged with claws. And then uh, more screaming and slashing. Motherfuckers are dead. So they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Like you said, Blondie's like, okay, let's go. Yeah, well, no, I'm sorry. At this point, he's wanting to kill. He's wanting to get it back, but... Oh, yeah. Once uh, he gets the away... Hero, the hero is like, let's fucking go. There's no point. But anyway, they're back down there because they're... they, What, they're leaving? And they... uh, Something has blocked the little channel with very small trees, may I add. Like, I do work on boats. That's a big-ass boat. Those are some little-ass branches. Like, they might be full, full trees... But they're like fucking two inches in diameter. I don't give a shit, man. The boat is pointed on the on the bow. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like it would definitely get that shit out of the way. If it was a big tree, you're good. That that's all you needed was a big tree, and the crane could pull it and move it, and it could twist it and get out of the way. But anyway, it took forever to in the way. It took forever to hook that winch up. Too. Oh, dude, it did, right? And it's funny because it's like, oh, man, he's burning the... Because they go around the entire brush pile or whatever the fuck it is, twig pile, and they're trying to pick it up, and it's like, caught. it's not fucking going, it's too much. So he's like, let me fucking something else. Dude, go unhook it, and then just... It's tree limbs. Weave it through a little bit less and see if that'll pull it up. You know what I'm saying? Instead, they go in the fucking water. This thing is trying its damnedest to keep them there. Because he wants the girl. Yeah. That's what he wants. He wants that girl. Because he didn't t- step foot on that boat until she jumped off and got back on the boat, right? I yeah. I don't think he was on the boat yet. He. Because he got on land and went to the campsite and killed uh, yeah. his face. But after that, we were seeing him in the water lurking. And yeah. Watching he... the two divers and then watching her. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't then come. he started getting on the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, he wants the girl. So, uh, he don't want them to leave. And it's funny because that stopped them any fucking way they get. They're down there trying to re, uh, cause they broke something. He actually, the creature broke it, right? Creature broke it. They pull it up. They're going to try something else. Oh yeah. He, he had fucking just tore that, uh, after he had detached it, he just fucking tore that off. Like it was no problem. Yeah, no, right. He's fucking strong. Why and not in, knock a hole in the boat? Instead of, well, that too, yeah, just sink him right there. Exactly. But instead of being like, oh, dude, somebody just broke this fucking attachment or that we had, this contraption that we had wrapped around this tree brush to try to winch it out. It's like, yeah, I'm going to jump back down in there and do it again. No, I know, right? It's like, I'm going to do it again, and it ain't no somebody. We fucking know exactly what broke this fucking thing off, you know? Right, yeah, we've seen it at this point. Yeah, you know, so they go back down, 
And whenever Blondie is sitting there with that fucking spear gun, waiting for the thing to come back around, the creature, when this motherfucker shoots that first shot, he straight up shot it at the hero fucking scientist. It barely missed him. He was going for him. He was going for an, uh, like collateral damage. I guarantee it. Cause he wants the girl. Well, we, Everybody we, wants well, the girl. We forgot the, the, the fight, you know, between- oh, yeah, I actually missed the fight because I was like, I had to go piss real quick. So I got up. I didn't think I was going to miss anything. Courtney's like, oh, shit, it's going down in here. By going down, it was two punches. Yeah, it was a punch and then like a tackle punch. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we're back on the same team. Blondie hit the main character or Mark hit David. David shrugged that shit off and then punched Mark and Mark got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. All, all while... I think old dude in the bandages was just fucking laying there. Oh, dude, it's funny because, okay, you got the dude in the bandages, right? And um, I know, I know. But the guy's just sitting there having to listen to this bullshit. Poor fella. Something else happens later, and it's it's really funny having to do with the bandage guy. But, uh, but yeah, whenever they went back down there to try to get the new rap and they have to fight the thing again, he straight up tried to kill him. And he had paid the price immediately after because um, he don't win against the creature. No. Blondie, that is. Blondie, everyone. The hero lives. He always does. Of course he does. Are you when you said something else happened, are you talking about when the creature was reaching through the fucking window? Yes. Okay. All right, cool. All right. I just I felt bad because I keep jumping ahead. But when the creature was all right, I, 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 Blondie's dead at this point, right? I believe he so. Was, he was wrestling with the creature, and then the creature knocked one of his hoses off of his tank, kept him down, he fucking mm-hmm. drowned. So, um, hero fucking gets him away from him, brings him back to the boat. And it's so funny. Cause like, it's possible that the motherfucker ain't dead. Right. They've been down there for what? 45 seconds. I mean, they're divers. He can hold his breath. So it's possible maybe that he might be alive or they might be able to do CPR. I'm sure that was a fucking thing in 54. <laughs> so he is rescuing him out of the water face fucking down in the water instead of flipping him, you know, <laughs> yeah. and keeping his head out of the water as he pulled him to the boat well, <laughs> fucking face he, down the whole time. He knew this was his chance to have Mark killed off. See, Mark was trying to actively flip over so he could breathe. Turns out <laughs> David's holding that bitch down. David had him twisted with this tank to where he made sure that he wasn't going to come. It was like, ah, quit moving around. Did, oh so, man. Know. Well, even like before that, because there's just other little things that I noticed. I just wanted to point out too. And when they're debating on leaving and all that, you know, and Mark or Blondie, as you call them, is like, "No, we're staying. We're staying." The fucking boat captain pulls a knife out quick and puts oh, that yeah. shit like under his jaw. That's right. He was like, "Look, I hate to tell you, but on the boat, captain's the highest. You don't fuck with that." Especially a captain that's familiar and posted in the Amazon. I wouldn't fuck with that guy either. Hey, Cap, you mind if we do this? All right, sounds good. Please right? Me. No oh. shit. And then, but it is funny because that dude was goofy as hell, man. I like the captain. He was silly. Yeah, until he pulled that fucking knife and he's like, whoa, wait like, a okay, minute. This dude don't fuck around. I mean, he's, he's fun and he's good to go, but he's also a hard ass when the time's needed. And as much as I like the set and the way it looked, did you notice like the painted backdrop at this point? Oh yeah, because you could see it like when it was behind the boat. Yeah, you could definitely tell the backdrop situation. 
which you know, 1954, it's on a it's on a Hollywood lot. That's yeah. one thing. You know, 1980, whatever, and we're trying to make an underground hospital look bigger than it really is. Or 1990, never mind. It was 92. Oh, shit, yeah, that was early 90s, buddy. Yeah, that one's a little less forgivable. Uh, we are talking about Dr. Giggles, in case you're wondering. Dr. Giggles. Listen to our previous episode to hear about that. Exactly. A pre- listen to one of our previous episodes. I'm sorry. Anyways, but oh, yeah, real quick before we yeah. move on from that cat, then I wanted to sit, touch on one sure. more thing. But it's hilarious, dude. You remember whenever he's like, like I said, he's real cool and funny and jokey, you know. And it's like, hey, let's do this. It's kind of like whatever, man. He'll he goes how the wind blows, right, dude? Whenever he's talking to those fucking hands that he has, it's like he is completely different person. Like Captain Hat is on fully because he's like, go, 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 go. Like he is drilling them. You know what I'm talking about? They were pulling something out of yeah. water and he is just on their ass. And he's like, pull, pull, pull. It was just really funny. And then he's like, all right, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pan, the, you know, camera starts paying into more interesting things, but, but it is some funny shit, dude. Hey, what was the name of that under, uh, the drug that they were using underwater? Dude, I was going to ask you the same thing. Is that a real fucking thing? I don't know. It looked like milk to me. Of, uh, yeah, I know it was powdered milk or some shit, but it was some powder that they mixed up with water and it put sea life to sleep. Like fish and shit, would, it would knock them out, uh, like stun them and knock them out. Those fish looked dead to me after they put that shit all <laughs> in the water. They were upside down floating on the top. I don't know if yeah. fish sleep or not. I'm not a fish scientist, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't fucking float. On you're top you're of not the water. a... You're not a fishologist. A fishologist, that's right. But, Dude, uh, but it is funny because I don't know what that shit is, is either. It's like yeah, I can't. I can't. No. <laughs> yeah, hit, no seal. Hit no seal. Quick. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called either. But and I, and I think I just jumped ahead though. When they after they had their fight, or what they was fighting about, and what they were fighting about was dumb, at least in my opinion, because they yeah. weren't they weren't fighting about the girl. At this point, they weren't fighting about leaving. They were fighting about him coming down there as backup. Yeah, 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 exactly. Why wouldn't you want backup in this fucking lagoon when you know that there's a creature down there that's got the strength of Hulk Hogan? Exactly. It's funny because that is true. Because it's like, okay, look, you have different opinions. You think this thing needs to be studied and left alone? Which, side note, we never brought it up, but the, uh, the lady... She's like, hold on, this don't seem right. Let's leave this thing alone. It's not bothering us. Let's not fuck with it, you know? Yeah. She said, threw that in there real quick, that sympathy line for the creature. It, But a lot of the times, they kind of harp on that a little more. In this one, it was just a real quick line. Like, I don't know about this, but then it was back to, like, you know, the plan, you know, of either catching it, studying it. Blondie wants to kill it. But even if he does want to kill it and you don't, the thing wants to kill you now. So if you want to get the fuck out of here now, you might want to take the chance that he may shoot the motherfucker. You know, don't be like, no, God damn it. I don't want you going down there with me. You're going to kill it. Punch. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's odd. I'll yeah, down there. exactly. Yeah. Some backups better than no backup. That's fact. Even though he tried to shoot him in the fucking face right after that with a harpoon gun. He may have still been groggy from that fucking megaton I mean, fist that maybe. he caught in the face. He might have fucking been seeing double a little bit. I mean, it was obvious they were trying to kill each other. You know, he took a shot with a harpoon gun. He missed. Yeah. You know, David 
let Mark drown. He, <laughs> he kept, actively drowned him. Yeah, he kept him flipped over. And like when he was struggling to get free to breathe, you know, he just like, nope. Yeah. Stay in the water, bitch. Exactly. But we talked about the hypnosil quick uh, <laughs> that you mix up with milk and water and it puts fish to sleep, but they don't dream. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, we, 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 we talked about it, but we skipped that. That's what they used to capture the fucking creature the first time. Yeah. They used that. They did some spray and it worked or whatever. They threw a bunch of shit out that the guy's like, I got a little bit. Dude, it seemed like you had fucking eight barrels of that shit. <laughs> they had so much of that shit in this lake or in this lagoon. It was covered. And then it's like, you got any more of that left? He's like, I got a little bit. And he pulls out a fucking 10-pound <laughs> bag of the shit. It it reminds me of like when you'd watch, since you talked about it earlier, like old cartoons like Looney Tunes and shit. It reminds yeah. me of like when they had dynamite to use dynamite to fish. Yeah. Just yeah, that's really that's almost did. what I thought about. Like not, not thought about, but that's what it made me thing. think about. That's the same thing that went through my mind. When when they pan and they, the next scene and all of a sudden there's fucking dead fish all over the top yeah. of the water. That's the first thing I thought about. I'm surprised I didn't just pull out sticks of dynamite and be like, we'll get this bastard. I mean, that's how they did it in the late 1800s. They fucking blew everything up with dynamite. Why not fucking try the old school way? I'm sure that captain had some on that boat, too. I mean, you know, you're pulling knives on people and shit. I'm pretty sure that this captain, like in his spare time, when he's not taking fucking rock star scientists up and down the Amazon, he's running drugs. Exactly. You know, you got to fucking... Get through some, you know, uh, I, w- I won't say roadblocks, but obviously it would be roadblocks in the river, but, you know, some blockades or whatever. Yeah, fucking yeah. throw some dynamite at these uh, cop boats. That's right. Or if if a few twigs happen to get a little twisted in the river and kind of touch each other, yeah. you might need to use diamond dynamite to blow that shit out because apparently those can be problematic. Well, they'll but, burn up your winch. Yeah, no, Jesus Christ. But, uh, so now we are closer to the point where the bandaged faced fellow is, uh, in the bed. So Blondie's dead. Now they're really like, okay, we gotta, we really gotta get this thing. We gotta get something figured out. We gotta get this shit, you know, out of the way so we can get the hell out of here. And at one point, all of a sudden, this fucking creature's reaching its hand through a little bitty window. <laughs> and then the, the lady turns around, sees it, starts screaming. And then everybody notices it or whatever. But if you look at the guy on the bed with the bandages on his face, it's like they fucking like tied him down to that bed. Yeah. With blankets or something. Cause he's wiggling, but he is not moving at all. So it's like he was a psych, like a psych ward patient that they fucking right. strapped him down. So not only is his face burn off, he's freaking the fuck out and can't move. He can't even roll out of bed. He only had to roll one foot, and the creature couldn't get in the window no more. <laughs> but they had him fucking tied down. Luckily, nothing he, happened to the guy. He was probably more God. competition for David. Oh, yeah. And David's like, I'm about to get rid of this bastard, too. Yep. Where was the captain at with his fucking knife? He could have been hacking at that creature's arm. Oh, yeah. He could have stabbed shit out of that arm. Could have looked like old boy's arm from fucking green room whenever he got through with that. Right? How? I'm trying to remember. I, I didn't make note of it. Obviously, at one point, the creature gets the girl. 
Yeah, it's like right after the and 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 he he gets her and they don't notice it. And I can't remember what the fuck was happening, but they they don't notice it until it's too late. And this creature's been drugged, but manages to and got caught before. But now all of a sudden, this motherfucker gets on there stealthily, snatches the girl, jumps into the lagoon, swims under the water into his underground cave, and she doesn't die, but Mark's still dead. From being underwater the same amount of time. I know, right? It's like, what the fuck? But but uh but yeah, you said you didn't know what was going on. We're pretty much there. Like whenever the whole window thing was happening, they were mixing up the drug shit. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, bunch of crazy shit down, went down, it fucking got off the boat, the captain missed it trying to shoot it. It's fucking horrible shots everywhere, you know. And then he's like, okay, fuck it. I got to get this done. Goes down to get the shit to where he can pull the stuff out of the way. And he's got the gum with the spray just in case. Does need to use it several times. Well, this and is- then he finally gets it done and they pull the shit out of the way. He's coming up. That's whenever it, the creature grabs her. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. because the, which I saw him take shots of this milk in the face. And like I said before, it let him get caught. And now all of a sudden, it's like he built up an immunity to it really quick. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, for sure. Because he, it wasn't just little bombs here and there, like little small balls of it that they threw out. And it was it was just affecting a lot of different small areas. This motherfucker put this shit in a sprayer, a pump sprayer, and sprayed his whole, uh, his entire body would disappear in this white fog shit. You know? So he was definitely getting it. And it barely even worked on him. He finally was able to get the shit going. But like you said, it wore off so quick or didn't even affect him. He immediately jumps on, gets this chick, jumps back in the water. And it's like, <sighs> did the cave confuse you a little bit? It did because <laughs> it seems like they swam down. Like both times they found this cave or went through this cave, they swam down to get to it. But then somehow they're on a beach that's apparently a fucking sea level and there's a path that you can go to it without having to go through the cave. Yeah. That's like 30 feet away. Yeah. It didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> hey, fun fact though. Something I did see like reading little tidbits or whatever is, uh, the uh, actress, whenever they were shooting that scene, you know, it was hard for the actor to see through the costume. You know, oh yeah. I think, yeah. Hit her head on the fucking rocks. Yeah. I read that too. Head. Yeah. Whenever they were doing the underwater scene or whatnot, but uh, but yeah, so he he tried, and I love I love the little fact, the little touch that the creature puts the lady on the little fucking rock, like set up in the middle of the little. It's not a room, obviously, but the middle of the cave. There's a rock pedestal type deal, and he's the, got her just the cave that's on an open beach. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. But whatever the hell it is, it's got the rock, you know, and she's sitting there on it and shit like that. And it's like, he's got his prize and he's got it up on the pedestal. I, I like that mm-hmm. little touch. But, um, but yeah. And it's just crazy. Like, it's just crazy, dude. Because all of a sudden, um, you know, the other two show up. I mean, well, they fight. The creature and the hero fight a little bit more. But then the other two show up. One I wish when which I thought was fucking dead. I thought there was only one guy left. But then they start shooting. And it's like, where the fuck did they come from? They're dry as a bone. Where did they come from? That's when we find out that 
you know, they literally just looked to the right of them and they were like, damn, there's a little, do you hear the echoes of all the screaming? I think that that's connected to the cave they went into. Let's go investigate that. Well, he had told them before. Bullets are good. This time grab the working bullets. John. <laughs> he, before he had dived in there to chase after he told them, he's like, Hey, go around this back way to the cave or whatever. I was like, well, if there's another way that's easier to go through, why the fuck are you diving into the water? Why don't you Seriously. just go that way too? You'll like, beat the motherfucker there if you did. That. Which I mean, he is a creature, so he does go a little bit faster than the guys, but not really. But in theory, and, but that's true, you know. Like, let's all go this fast way. When it pops we can, the yeah. out the water, we're gonna kill it. We can all carry guns instead of me diving into the water and and having to fight this thing hand to hand and potentially dying. Yeah. Which you know, how did he not die when everybody else just got destroyed? I know, right? But it is funny because after he fights the fucking thing, and then it's all, oh, the day is saved and shit and everything. Does he? Doesn't, am I wrong, or does he have two leeches on his stomach? Oh, I thought they were bruises. Hell, they may have been leeches. I mean, I, I thought I was like, well, did he get like cut by the claws of the? See, I thought it, that's what I thought. I thought it was they supposed to be like, like. I thought it was supposed to be like damage. Things. But they have been attached to them. And I was like, well, I mean, leeches, but they don't bring it up at all. Well, that would have been the first time that something in the Amazon was dangerous to somebody besides the creature. I mean, there was apparently the creature has ate all the anacondas and crocodiles and whatever in yeah. this area because he's the only thing of danger here now. I mean, really, though, I mean, besides the creature fucking your world up, and, it's quite a nice place to go swimming yeah. and. Yeah, exactly. And look, I'm not an expert on Amazon, but every time I see a fucking documentary, they're always talking about anacondas and crocodiles. Yeah, in the Amazon, and you know, like, oh yeah, these these snakes can fucking crush you to death, and these crocodiles can bite down on you with a force that would you know crush a Buick or some shit. And it is funny because, like, you say that now that I think about it, they had that entire conversation earlier in the movie. Remember, because he was like, well, because they're out here and they're like, un- they're not bothered or interrupted yeah. by life and society type shit. That these animals get huge. Like, the, what did he say? There's rats the size of, I don't know, something big, <laughs> a cat and dog. But, <laughs> something uh, big. But it's funny because he's like, there's oh, rats the things. size of rats. Yeah, there's rats the size of obese rats <laughs> but um actually have you ever seen a neutral rat i don't guess i uh, know about they're in louisiana i know about roof rats oh well, i don't know what the hell that is what the fuck's a roof rat you have me intrigued <laughs> it's just uh we talked about them in retail like uh you know when you work in like retail that sells food you're always on the lookout for you know rodents and stuff you know because you're selling food yeah but apparently roof rats, you know, they'll cut, they'll find a way into your business. And then like, if you put an obstacle in your path or a trap or something, they don't go the same way again. They find a different fucking route and they'll just be up in your rafters and shit. Oh, so are they like little mice pretty much like little, little small? Well, I never, thing? I never actually seen one. I just heard about them. People told me stories about them. Like, like yeah. I said, if you trapped them in this location the first time or some of them, you know, then they would just alter course and, like apparently, once they get in, they're hard as fuck to get out. Yeah, I fucking could imagine they multiply like crazy. But a neutral rat is something completely fucking different. Well, not really. It's a rat, so I guess it's not completely different. But they're fucking enormous. Like Courtney, uh, she just missed it. One of the last times we were in Homa, 
um, I made a turn and I noticed some roadkill. I was like, holy fuck, that was a Nutra. And she was like, what the hell is that? And I was like, it's a huge rat. And when I say a huge rat, I mean, I'm talking about a big ass rat, like a big, he's the size of a big cat or a small dog. And really those teacup dogs are, they're bigger than that, but they're fucking big and they have a rat tail. It looked just yeah. like it's it's wild, but anyway, I, I've seen some big rats before. My my uh, grandparents, when um, when my grandfather was still alive, they they live they don't live in the same. My grandmother lives down the road from where they used to live, but they used where to the live. Rats one, used to live? No, no. Where I'm talking about where my grandmother and my grandfather lived in one place, and then they moved down the road. He bought some land, and oh, okay. Uh, you know where I used to live when I lived beside my grandmother. Yeah. Well, that hill that was down the road, that had the, yeah, the uh, goddamn hill that I wrecked a motorcycle on. No, that's the other side of the road. Oh, the other side. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. There was a a trailer that my dad used to live in. It was up there, and that used to be my grandparents. And they had okay. this. Sh- they had this shed outside, and they had a deep freeze in it, or a deep freezer, chest freeze, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, deep you freeze. Know, people in the south call it deep freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Call it sling blade. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, in, when I'd visit in the summer, they'd, grandma would be like, well, we go out there and get some meat. You know, I need it to thaw out for supper. And I hated going out there, man, because they had big ass fuck. Like you could see the rat traps and every now and then you'd see these fucking rats. And I don't know if they were the size of like what you were talking about. But like when you're like seven years old, these motherfuckers look like Great Danes. Yeah. And Oh man, I hated it, dude. I hated going out there to get the fucking like no, go get your own, can't you put some in this freezer in the kitchen? Like, exactly. why am I going outside to get food? It's like, and why are you always sending me out at fucking midnight when I can't <laughs> see anything but red glowing eyes and and green mucus glowing mouths? And it and the, and the fucking shed had a, a hole in the floor in the back corner. Like, oh man, I hated it so much. It, the fucking like, I you know I'd seen mouse traps before. You know mouse traps are small. Yeah. Then you see a fucking rat trap, and it's, you know it's essentially like a mouse trap, except it has to have this bigger fucking piece to hold it in place because it's, you know you got this fucking spring loaded trap or whatever that if it came if it came down your foot would shatter it it's because the it has size of a fucking bear trap. Dude, it, it it's pretty big. It's it's like a what is a mouse trap like? Two to three inches. Yeah, if and, that. And then you got like a fucking rat trap that's like in my mind is like ten inches long and like you know five inches wide with this fucking piece of metal that like I said, isn't isn't fucking small. Like it's a fucking bar. And like I said, yeah. if you accidentally stepped on one of those. Oh, you're breaking a toe for sure. Toe, fuck that thing's gonna hit you in the top of your foot. Is it cut your whole fucking top of your foot off or the front of your foot off? Yeah, because it's going to fucking kill these big-ass rats yeah, that are sad. apparently still in our minute stakes. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Fucking rats. You got to love them. God, we should watch a... Do a fucking movie about rats. Dude, we should. Do they have any that like are huge mutated rats, or are we just going to be pretty much looking at something with a bunch or like a rat infestation, which would still be equally scary? Like, that's what works. Like arachnophobia, we talked about this before. Like where arachnophobia is scary as hell, and 
we'll talk versus tarantula, you know, yeah. where it's like what's worse, yeah, one giant big, spider or yes, billion little or, spiders? Yes, that shit's terrifying. Give me so, the one yeah, big the spider. Thing. A thousand fucking mice and rats and shit all over the place carrying diseases fucking you up. That shit's trippy. So it'd be interesting to see if we can. I'm sure it's out there, but it'd be interesting to do that one. Well, I think Graveyard Shift is about rats. Oh, really? I think so. Or is it bats? I don't know. I can't remember. Well, bats, I think, is about bats because that would be confusing. I think graveyard shifts is about rats. I'm, I'm about to look it up because I don't want to. I don't want people to hear this and be like, "Man, Billy's a dumbass." I said these uh, guys don't know what they're doing. We thought they were legitimate podcasters. See, when Josh isn't here, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. He'd have us lined out just perfectly if he was here. Yeah, we just make stuff up. Yeah, really. Like he'll put up cue cards because we watch each other on video, and he'll be like, "Stop talking." I know. It- be like talk more. He can't, he really drives this show. Graveyard shift is about rats. It's about we should, rats. Yeah, we should cover it. Yeah, we should. I, hell, I may have that motherfucker. It may I may have got it in a bundle of movies. I can't remember. You know, I just yeah. buy shit on iTunes and Yeah. Yeah, we, we should, should talk, definitely cover it. We should. Yeah. But I guess enough but about we'll, rats. We Yeah, I, I am I am bringing it back to the movie, but there's one thing I wanted to talk about with that uh with that captain. All right, look, last thing about him, right? All right, so the fucking movie's over. They killed the fucking thing, right? Didn't we get to that point? The big fight? Yeah, they they, they had the fight, and then the dude show up with guns, and they fucking shoot <laughs> him. Blast his ass, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like I said, they got the bullet, the working bullets, well, you know? We, we assume that it's dead, because all oh. we really see is that it's floating in the water, but it might yeah. be playing possum. Oh, it needed to just go heal. It's definitely going to be back. I mean, there were seven of them. He's up in space, so he's got to definitely be back. (laughs) But the captain, it's really funny because whenever they're first coming in to the Amazon, and the only reason we even know that there's fucking alligators, or I guess those would be crocodiles, but the reason there's crocodiles in the fucking Amazon is because we see a couple of pictures of them. Not pictures, but little shots of them where they're on a stoop or on a little log. He blows the fucking horn to fuck with it, and it runs off. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, fucking with these, you know, crocodiles. <laughs> right. Normally that setup is for you to be like, oh, this guy's an asshole to creatures and, 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 you know, animal life and shit. He's definitely going to get it. So that's the first thing that went through my mind. Like, oh, well, shit, they're setting him up to die. One of the heroes is going to have to drive the boat out of here, you know? Yeah. Motherfucker survived the whole thing. So it surprised me. I thought he was going to be a kill, but he, he definitely wasn't. Usually when you got the guy that's mean to animals, he's definitely getting it, you know? Look, you don't get to be a successful paleontologist, tugboat captain, slash drug runner <laughs> yeah. by not killing a few creatures from the Black Lagoon, okay? I know, right? This, this dude knows the score. And he probably could have just put it into this shit at any time, but he's like, he's goddamn rock star scientist in their pampered way of life. He was trying to give him a good story because if you think about it, he's like, nobody could tell you because nobody's ever made it out alive. <laughs> and then, well, somebody they fucking to say, hey, we're going. Remember, because actually at that moment is whenever yeah. the blonde guy who's arrogant and you're seeing it more and more in, at this point in the movie, he's like, we're going like that was that once it was like this is dangerous. No one's ever made it out alive. He's like, we're going. And the captain's like, all right, 
I know I'm making it out alive. I don't know about you motherfuckers, but I'm going to make it out. How do you know nobody made it out alive? I know, right? I don't know. But he was like, yeah, they're talking about, oh, there's uh, the guys say that it's cursed. People go there. They say it's beautiful. But well, who the fuck made it out a lot? Then who knows it's beautiful? Exactly. Because you remember he said that shit, or he said something along of the like, where it's like they say it's something. But he was like, yeah. but no one knows because nobody can made it out alive. It's like, well, who the fuck originally said that? Yeah, they say a lot of things. I've I've noticed that in my life. <laughs> they they, do, yeah. they are always saying shit. Yet they are never there, or they never make it out alive, or you know something. I don't know, man, but. Yep. They are not a very reliable source of information. They really aren't. Them, on the other hand. Well, those those were my favorite scientists out of the three movies, I'd be able to say. I mean, seriously, I believe so, too. Because they, they were fucking, they were rock stars, and they owned that shit. They did. They, they like, fucking, oh, hey, man. they led the military charge into the tunnels. For real. Like, seriously, like I said, I'm not going to go into it again, but in the 50s, that's what you wanted to be. You wanted to be a fucking rock star. Because apparently oh, I made that joke before, because I was talking about that guy like ran the town. Yeah, he owned the yeah 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 yeah, yeah oh yeah went in tarantula yeah, yeah the tarantula. Fuck. But yeah, it, and then the fucking like apparently if you're a doctor or a scientist or whatever, man, you you supersede fucking generals and shit. You know, you're just like you got a good plan for this military operation, and I I get that you've been doing this all your life. But please, I'm a fucking paleontologist or you know, scientist or whatever. I know better than you step aside. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. run this shit. Exactly. It's like, you, look, my name's that doctor in front of it. And this looks like a really well-organized plan. It does, but uh, I got doctor in front of my name. I think I'm going to think I'm just going to head up, head up the situation. Take you know? this shit over. This is the only way it'll work. Yeah. I, I'm like you, when you say, when you, you know, now that you bring that up, I'm surprised that the captain made it through too, or, not even necessarily made it through. I'm just surprised that the main character didn't take over the operation of the boat. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. Cause it's, you know, he, which is a diver. Of course, he's going to be familiar with boats. So that wouldn't be like a far stretch or anything, but it is something that you kind of expect, you know? And I don't know if it's something they hadn't done yet. Like you don't fuck with the captain. The captain's got to get him into the jungle. He's got to get him out. Like they're not going to fuck with that character. Cause he's got to be the, their guide out of there, you know? But nowadays, anything goes, you know, everybody could fucking die. And the, and, and the whoever did survive, you know, if it's your final girl or whatever the case may be, it could have been a shot with her, like, paying attention or a small little line of, like, my dad used to have a boat. So that's all it takes. And now she's like, okay, play with some levers until she figures out how this boat works and get the fuck out of there. Because then you have the most casualties, you know, no one's safe type shit. You know, that's just, today's a different day. But Except it is funny seeing the older movies like that. And nobody plays the levers, man. They already know. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? My dad had a had a little boat when I was younger, you know, with a little trolley motor on it. Yeah. I've got this. Like, this is a fucking yacht. It's the same principle. I got this. Yeah. And it's a yacht in 1954. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So there's a big old wooden wheel and firing up engines and shit to do but but yeah man it's funny because i'm watching it and i can see why it's a classic you know i mean i'm sure like frankenstein's a classic i have seen that one i believe long 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 time ago i think that weird science whenever i watched that movie i was like oh frankenstein i gotta watch this watched a little bit here and there of it maybe so i don't remember 
you know, I can't recall it. So I definitely would have to revisit something like that. Talking about black and white creature mooting like monster movies, you know? Yeah. But, um, but like I said, I enjoyed it, man. I, I, I did. I did like it. Like I liked it. I wouldn't. I, I say this, and and I just may be way off base here, and I, I may kick myself later on. I know that Universal was trying to reboot their classic monsters, and I guess it's it's a shame we didn't get that, like a reboot of like Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, but you know, you you kind of shot yourself in the foot when you let off with. Tom Cruise and the mummy and you're letting him take control of the movie. Yep. And it's know, funny. I don't know if you'd heard about all that, but apparently he had made changes on the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah. like you said, it sucks because it would be nice to see something like that. Like, look, could you imagine what they could do now with movie technology? But man, they would probably go so crazy with the shit that it would take away from the the raw like Probably so, yeah. Simplicity of it. You know what I mean? It's a fucking creature that lives under the water. But they would probably go so ridiculous with it that it would be... And 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 we've said this before. You can't just carbon copy a movie because then people are like, what the fuck is the same movie? You do have to change it up a bit. But you can't get away from the, like, the core idea or the core principles yeah. of what made the movie good. You know? I, th- I think that's why the remakes that we got in the eighties and uh, maybe early nineties worked. Yeah. Is, you know, they did, they did things a little differently and they gave you something different, but they didn't go fucking crazy and they didn't just try to like subvert expectations or get away from what made the movies enjoyable. Like with the blob, like when you watch the remake of the blob, you know, the one from the eighties. Yeah you still feel like you're watching like kind of like a, a cheesy sci-fi flick, sci-fi yeah. horror flick. Yeah. So it's, it's not overly serious or anything like that. It's just a fun movie to watch. Um, obviously the thing went a little darker, you know, when uh, John Carpenter made that. Yeah. So did the fucking fly. I mean, you, you talk about it because the, the original fly was like, he wasn't vomiting on donuts or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, and, and and like you say, I mean, these eighty movies that recreate things. The eighties, they knew how to fucking make movies. I mean, this may be a little far, but filmmakers find cocaine again because you were doing the shit right in the eighties, and now all of a right? sudden, like, except what the Stephen fuck is going on, except Stephen King because he, you know, he made Maximum Overdrive while he was fucked up on cocaine. Yeah. But it's just wild, man, because I just don't think see them doing a good remake. Uh, it's, it's just, I just don't, you know, unless we get back into a wave of not trying to make something your own, even though you're making something that's a complete remake. I know well, people try to make it their own, but they try to change it too much to their own and it doesn't work out. Well, there's good, uh, and like if you're going to reboot these things, then use act, these actual horror directors. You know, it doesn't have to be like some big name director that doesn't do horror. Like, yeah. there's people out there, I'm sure that you know, grew up watching these movies that would love a chance to 
take a stab at it that would give you a movie that people like horror fans would want. I think the problem with something like this now, when you try to reboot something, kind of like because they were going to call it like the uh, Dark Universe or some shit like that, that was the plan for the Universal uh, Monster yeah. reboot, is that you ha- you have these grand ideas of making it appeal to everybody. When if this is something that you're doing for the fans, then do it for those fans and make it appeal to the people that love those movies. I agree. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have to be like a hundred million dollar budget, you know, uh tentpole movie. You can make a smaller movie that's essentially like love letters to the fans yep. and it would make money and those people would be thrilled. I mean, there's enough horror fans out there. You know, if you did it right, they would go see it. And I know, and if be they're super fucking excited, and, and and horror fans are hard to please, they really are. So well, I don't know that it's necessarily that they're hard to please as much as that they, it's that you don't try to please them. You're trying to well, please I'm everybody about else in a remake. Uh, well, I'm just talking about the fact that like because like the the Mummy remake with Tom Cruise, and I hate to keep shitting on Tom Cruise because there's there's a lot of Tom Cruise movies I like. Yeah, I like Tom Cruise, but that movie. That, that, like that movie was made for the masses and that movie wasn't made like for horror fans and like Dracula yeah. untold, you know, it's these movies aren't made or they're, they're made, they're trying to make it for everybody when, you know, you don't have to make it for everybody. Not every movie has to be end game or, you know, frozen or, or whatever. It doesn't, not every movie has to be for everybody. Exactly. You can make movies that are just for this group of fans. You know, if you make a movie, an action movie for action fans, cool. We make a horror movie for horror fans. Cool. You know, uh, yep. you know, the, the dramas and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of these movies that, you know, especially that win best picture and stuff like that, these aren't made for like everybody. These are just, they're made for like certain fans and that's okay. Yep. And then if you make a movie that is like a love letter to your fan, not to your fans, but to the fans of the genre and you do it right, not only are those people for the majority, you're not going to fucking please everybody. There's a lot of people in the world. You know what I'm saying? But they'll tell their friends out of 7 billion fucking people, 5 billion may like it. 2 billion. You're going to say it's the shittiest thing they've ever seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like their percentages always are going to work that people are not going to like your fucking shit. But if you make it to where the majority of horror fans or whatever genre fans it is love it, and they're like, dude, this is really good for this genre. If you made a good enough movie, people who aren't really into horror would be like, I keep hearing everybody talk about this fucking movie, so let me check it out. And then guess what? You got somebody else. You, well, know, you, know, you know which one, from what I understand, did it right? And I, I haven't got around to watching it yet, and I feel ashamed of myself because... Yeah, I'm about to tell for myself because I wanted to see it and I wanted to go see it in the theater and I just didn't, didn't and it just slipped past me and I forgot about it until we're having this conversation. But the invisible man. Yeah. Me and uh, Michael were talking about that or no, I think it was Richard. Me and Richard were talking about that just the other day. Yeah. That movie, apparently that's made for like horror fans and yeah, love that movie. I thought it was pretty good there. I've have heard people shit on it. But I did think it was pretty good. Well, you have people, to wait to discuss it until after you watched it before yeah. we talked about it. But people are always I liked it. I enjoyed it. 
like everybody's not going to be happy. And I think, you know, if we can just, you know, filmmakers, Hollywood, whatever, or just content creators come to accept that, like you're not going to make everybody happy. Exactly. Now fucking hard. It has to be to make a movie. I mean, to write this shit and to, to make, to bring it to fruition and to be like, okay, here is a disc on this disc is a movie I made. And to give it to somebody and then be like, this thing is awesome and perfect. That's got to be pretty fucking hard. <laughs> and you make a movie and then thousands upon thousands of people on Twitter shit all over it. Yeah. What, that too, I think. Uh, That's got to be it, hard it, for the filmmakers. It, I, yeah, I'm guilty of getting on Twitter and reading comments. I don't, I don't comment a lot myself and I should probably do more just for this podcast, but. I'm a lazy piece of shit when it comes to social media, but like with Twitter, man, and with Instagram, the people with the loudest voices are always the ones that are just the angriest about stuff. Some, oh, you know, yeah, something didn't yeah. cut, something didn't come out the way we wanted, or something. You, and then the people that love something just seem to get drowned out, man. Like, oh yeah. Or I saw a statistic one time. You know, it was earlier in my career, and this was still when like word of mouth, like legit word of mouth was a thing. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody comes to your place of business or, you know, has an interaction with you or whatever, and it's good, they were going to tell on average zero to one people. But if they had a bad interaction, they were going to tell seven people. Damn. And they, and that's just, and that's not necessarily, you know, say that they shouldn't say anything. It's just that it shows that when people dislike something or upset about something, you know, they talk about it when they enjoy yeah. something. though, we don't talk about it and you know, we should, you know, we should talk about these things more. It's just there's something you're a fan of, then fucking let other people know. So, you know, they can find out about it too. Exactly. Spread the word. So what'd you think about, uh, what's your final thoughts on creature from the black lagoon? Uh, yeah, that's what I was uh, pretty much throwing out there before I started talking about God knows what. But uh, like I said, I did enjoy it. And it seems like I enjoy every fucking thing I watch. I, mean, I don't think we've done one where it's like, this movie was terrible. We have done a few, though. But um, most of the time, I'm like, eh, whatever, you know. But I did like it. Like, it is something I'll watch again, you know. because yeah. And it might be, I don't know if it's because it's like I never watched this movie. And it's such a classic. And it's like, okay, I finally watched it. And except for the time that I was drunk as hell and passed <laughs> out, I enjoyed it. It kept my attention. You know, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, the older cut type stuff and diving. They they dove eight fucking times, you know. So the back and forth and, um, you know, there's some things that are like, you know, it, puts, it shows its age. But I actually liked this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not something I'm like, oh god, I, I'm not gonna go. Wa- I'm not gonna watch it again for a while. I'm sure. But if I get into that point where like, I think I'm gonna watch some old school shit, it would be one of the ones I would definitely pop on. So for me, in my rating, I think that I'd give it three. Middle of the road. I think I'd give it a three. Three. Yeah. That that's uh that's close to what I came in at. I uh I was excited to watch the movie. I enjoyed the movie too. I I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah. Uh, it, I guess I had built it up in my head 
just from like reading these books when I was a child and all this, you know, so I had something more, something more that I was expecting, but it was a good movie and I like it. I definitely liked it more than I liked Tarantula. I have it ahead of that. Um, yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, 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 for sure. Them, I'm, I'm still, them is my favorite though. I had the ones that we've watched so far. So that would still yeah. be in the top spot. But I think Jack Arnold did a better job here with this movie. I don't know, maybe maybe because it wasn't as large in scope. I mean, like Tarantula was, there was a lot going on in Tarantula and it didn't need to be a lot going on. It, I think if you would have scaled that back and just focused on the Tarantula instead of all these other mutations and human experiments and things like that, like this mystery yeah. you had going on. But here, there wasn't a mystery. It was a straightforward movie that essentially had two locations. You know, it had yeah. It had the camp and then it had the lagoon. And, That's right. And the majority of the time, it was in that fucking lagoon. Yep. And yeah. you know that they shot those first water scenes in the lagoon as well. Yeah. So it's, it it's, literally was two places. It was pretty. And, it, and the movie had some really good shots too, like uh, with the creature underwater. Like I said, I mean, yeah. There was a lot of things to like about the movie. And it, to be able to, like I said, it was, I think it was a more intimate movie than Tarantula. Like I said, smaller in scale. And then it gave us one of the classic Universal monsters. Oh yeah, that you know didn't come out at the same time as like you know Frankenstein and all that did and Dracula, but you know still, I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, I, yeah, it's something I'd watch again. Uh, yeah, but not like I said, really good movie, just not quite what I was expecting in my mind. I was expecting like at least a four, but definitely, yeah. definitely like earned its spot as a classic. For sure. And I agree with that because, see, it's like, you know, you have, uh, like you said, you had higher expectations for it because it is this classic monster. This, like, dude, this thing has survived 70 fucking years of people talking about this movie as a classic. It's great. So it's got to be up there. It's got to be on par with some great shit. So I could see having, like, expectations for it to be way higher and then being like, okay, well, it didn't meet that, but it was still enjoyable. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. I think that's a... I could I could see that for sure. All right. Well, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, that I mean that was it. I you know three and a half stars. You got three. We this yeah. is this is like two or three movies in a row where we've been really cro- really close on our rankings together. I'm sure that just yeah. burns you up. It does. It really does. I'm always hoping to get my rating higher than yours. I was hoping that you were going to say three and a half, and then when I said three and a half, you'd be like, I gotta change it. Yeah. Four and a half. Right. Yeah. It's like, I got to change it. Six and a half, six and a half. But no, uh, you were saying something about the shots and it reminded me of one thing that I did want to bring up. It's not going to be a big thing. I know we're wrapping things up, but one of the things I really liked that they did was whenever the creature is pretty much like straight up about to kill, maybe possibly killing him in the moment, killing Blondie, he takes him down. And as this whole actual scene where he, Pops a hose off. He's about to start suffocating or drowning. Um, he's gator rolling his ass on the bottom and kicking up all of that mud and all that to where he can't see, making the water cloudy. And he's just gator rolling him down there while he's fighting with him and wrestling with him. I like that touch a lot to give him that defense mechanism. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he's fucking twisting him up and confusing him and getting him disoriented and then kicking the mud up. You can't see shit and it's killing him. That I really, really liked whenever I saw it. I was like, I, I very much like what they did there. Yeah. That's cool. But I mean, he didn't have to do that because he didn't know that <laughs> David was on his side and was going to just fucking hold him underwater. I know, right? He should have just fucking not even really fucked with him. Just get to get the, the harpoon gun out of his hand. Yeah. At that point, just float him up to David. Hey, David, take care of this guy. Yeah, just pull the hose for me so I can, uh, so David can actually say he didn't do it. Like, yeah, I tried to save him, but this hose was already unhooked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Good movie. Good movie. Glad we watched it. Um, oh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully the next one that we cover is going to be as much fun. I oh, do yeah, like, I'm sure it will. I do like uh I do like hitting these old movies and I'm glad we got a chance to finally circle back around to it, you know. And yeah. Do something. Yeah. Typically we're kind of here recently we've kind of been in that eighties and nineties range. Yeah. Which I love, don't get me wrong, but it's nice to, you know, get out of it and hit some other things. Yeah, the eighties and nineties is whenever we were growing up and we were our love for movies and horror movies and all types of things like that was growing. So of course that's what we're going to gravitate to. You know what I mean? Like, should I like over the top? No, I shouldn't. <laughs> but I saw it when I was fucking eight and I loved it. You know what I mean? Is that why you're always turning your head around backwards and it trying to is. arm wrestle people? <laughs> Every time I see anyone, I want to arm wrestle them for no fucking reason. Just pull up at the grocery store. Oh, you're checking out? You must be trying to challenge me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But yeah, man, it really was. It was fun. I, I very much enjoy the uh, the older older movies. I like doing those. Well, that is it, guys, ladies, gentlemen. We appreciate you listening to this episode of Very Unreasonable Things. We will see you next time. Thank you. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>